Welcome to The Intuitive Customer, where we discuss how you can improve your customer experience and your bottom line by embracing behavioral economics. And now, here are your hosts, world-renowned thought leader on customer experience, Colin Shaw, and Professor Ryan Hamilton from Emory University. They're trying to optimize it for their own good, and the key word that you used is aligned. Because I mean, we can we can easily imagine it, an example where oh well the sales team is just bad, right? And clearly that's going to cause problems. But even in well functioning organizations where each independent member is doing well, if they're not aligned, it causes problems. So the point I'm trying to make is, you've got everybody sat around the table, and going back to your keyword, is there is then alignment of what's happening. So for me, the types of objective is you're trying to bring everybody together who can impact the experience and you're trying to work as a team. Now, I've never been in a customer experience council, but what I'm picturing is that scene from Lord of the Rings where the elf and the dwarf and the hobbits and the humans all get together with the wizard and decide they're going to work together. I assume that's what it looks like. You guys are all kind of sitting in a circle. They're not as all short as the hobbits. <laughs> so Ryan, when I was back in corporate life, um, I was given the responsibility for running this custom experience program. This is this is literally at the turn of the century. Doesn't that sound a long time ago now? <laughs> I've been doing this for so long. I'm a nice enough person that I won't ask which century. Go ahead, <laughs> And I was running this project, and one of the problems with customer experience is that, by definition, it cuts across silos. So one of the big problems organizations have is just the silo mentality that sort of perpetuate in the organization. So, you know, marketing do what they do, sales do what they do, customer service do what they do, and never the twain shall meet, basically. And we've talked before about the fact that customer experience as a whole is not siloed to the customer. Right. So every interaction the customer has, you know, with the website, with the sales representative, with the service representative, all of that is just one customer experience for the customer. Absolutely. So they touch different parts of the organization. And the problem is that when they touch different parts of the organization, they get a different experience. And the reality is, is they should get the same experience because it's the same company. And we've all been there and we've all said, you know, well, how is it this part of the organization's just told me that and that part of the organization's just told me that, you know, and just your lack of communications internally is not my problem, basically. So in this podcast, we're going to talk about establishing what we call a customer experience council, which is a way of breaking down those silos. So going back to my story, I was given this project, started to run the project, and it was cutting across all these different silos. And what I realized was that I needed to pull everybody together and I needed to get everybody sat around the table to sort of achieve this common goal because the danger was that everybody was just going off and doing completely different things. And part of that problem was that, you know, if you think about it, oftentimes, you know, marketing 
have one set of measures and do what they need to do. Sales have a, you know, and classic with marketing, I know marketing, you know, their jobs to generate leads, but they generate leads and then they give them to the sales team and the sales team go, yeah, but these aren't very good leads. And marketing go, yeah, but we generated a lot. <laughs> and the sales going, yeah, but, you know, now the stats don't look very good because we're not able to convert a number of these leads. Or another example would be, you know, sales say to a customer, yeah, you can fly to the moon with this product. You can call in on Mars on the way back. And they exaggerate to get the sale. I'm sure this doesn't happen with any sales organizations now. But, you know, they exaggerate the abilities and that then causes problems with the product gets installed and then the, you know, installation crews are starting to say, well, you know, the sales team told me that it would do this and then customers start to complain and therefore there's calls to the contact center. So the point I'm trying to make is in that value chain, what one part of the organization does can absolutely affect another part of the organization. And importantly, it can cause problems even when each part of the organization is trying to optimize for their own performance. So the sales organization is trying to do the best that they can because it's not aligned with the interests of other parts of the organization. It leads to this deterioration in the overall experience for the customer. Yeah, and you've said some really important things there in the sense of, you know, they're trying to optimize it for their own good. And the key word that you used is aligned. Because I mean, we can, we can easily imagine an example where, oh, well, the sales team is just bad, right? And clearly that's going to cause problems. But even in well-functioning organizations where each independent member is doing well, if they're not aligned, it causes problems. Yeah, no, absolutely. And therefore, it sort of begs the question, aligned to what? And that, for me, is this whole part about these, what we call councils, customer experience councils. So... In previous podcasts, you would have heard us talk about a process of going through what drives value. So we know if we do these things, it will drive value. What's the experience that we're trying to define, trying to deliver, which is things that drive value. So now we have a common goal. So now we want customers to trust us. Customers want to feel cared for and they want to feel pleased. Okay. So now the issue becomes, how do you get all of those different parts of the organization, your keyword, aligned to delivery of that, okay? And one of the best ways that we've discovered has been by establishing these councils. Now, I've never been in a customer experience council, but what I'm picturing is that scene from Lord of the Rings where the elf and the dwarf and the hobbits and the humans all get together with the wizard and decide they're going to work together. I assume that's what it looks like. You guys are all kind of sitting in a circle. They're not as all short as the hobbit. <laughs> <laughs> well, the operations guys are. I mean, come on. We've, we've all seen the operations guys. <laughs> yeah, no, good point. Well made. But no, I mean, in reality, that's probably a good picture, which is Hey, I'm here for a reason, Colin. I add value to this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I wondered what you were here for. You know, that had crossed my mind. <laughs> so in your analogy, you know, the wizard is the chief customer officer or the person that's been charged with improving the customer experience. So 
ideally their functionality is across those silos so ideally they're not in one of those silos because the problems with having somebody in one of those silos is everyone goes yeah but they're in marketing they always look favorably on marketing so ideally they're independent but their job is to be responsible for improving the experience across all of the silos so the wizard is the one that's doing that but what you've also got you know the hobbit we've already established I love is the operation metaphor I, I could not be happier with the way this is going <laughs> I'm now desperately trying to <laughs> trying to think of all the different things. The elves who always look attractive are the marketing yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of all the other ones now. Anyway, but you get the idea. You know what you have is you have sales, you have marketing, you have customer service as well. Let's not forget this. You have finance, you have HR, you have IT. Okay, because all of those groups affect the customer experience. Okay, now HR, IT, finance may turn around and say, oh, well, it's nothing to do with us. And of course it is. Because somebody's going to propose something that'll help, but it's going to cost money or it's going to require changes to the information systems protocols. And if those people aren't there to weigh in on that decision and help make it well, then it's dead in the water. Hi, this is Colin Shaw. I'm really pleased to announce the launch of my seventh book, which I've called Happy Employees Make Happy Customers. The book is about the interconnection between happy employees and a great customer experience. I explain how you can go about building a great employee experience that drives a great customer experience. For my podcast listeners, I'm also pleased to provide you with a special offer of a third off the regular price. All you have to do is to go to beyondphilosophy.com backslash happy. That's beyondphilosophy.com backslash happy. And in the promotional code, simply type happy podcast. That's happy podcast. I really hope you enjoy the read. Yes. So, I mean, it could be, and again, that's the purpose of these councils. So the purpose of the councils is to sit around the table and to go, okay, you know, we are all here to improve the customer experience. Okay. So marketing or customer service, let's have a look at your stats. What can we do to improve it in customer service? Now, customer service may turn around and say, well, we're being flooded out with phone calls because the sales teams are misrepresenting what we do. Okay, so now you've got the salesperson in front of you and you go, well, why is that happening? Well, the reason that's happening is because we've got these measures in place that are driving that type of behavior. We're getting non-targeted leads from marketing and this is the only way we can sell to them. Yeah, but it also could be, well, it's just the lack of systems integration between the sales and the marketing teams. There was a lot more information that we had actually gained from the marketing teams, but we can't get that information over to you because of lack of integration. So IT part of the organization, okay, well, what can we do to solve that? It could be that HR have got a policy of recruiting people from the sort of the more gig economy and therefore uh, more temporary staff that don't have the knowledge that therefore because they don't have the knowledge and therefore there's a high turnover it could be that we're just not paying people enough and therefore there's a high turnover yeah you know so the point i'm trying to make is you've got everybody sat around the table and going back to your keyword is there is then alignment 
of what's happening. So for me, the types of objective is you're trying to bring everybody together who can impact the experience and you're trying to work as a team. And what that may mean is that one part of the organization needs to take a hit on some of their measures. So it could be, for instance, that sales do go, well, actually, the reason why you know we're not performing well enough or we're getting these complaints is because we're only getting these leads in and they're not the appropriate leads and therefore you know we're pushing with customers and they're getting annoyed with us so actually if we sort of went to the root cause of this it's just that we're trying to produce too many leads and they're not enough quality they haven't been qualified enough etc so marketing we need to get better quality of leads the danger is is that marketing go nah uh, you know, we've still got these big targets. So the point I'm trying to get to is, so the issue is the targets. So now we need to go back to the marketing organization and go, actually, the targeting's wrong. So we need to change the targets or change the way they look. But again, you're doing it across the piece, which is important. One thing that strikes me about the way that you're describing these councils and how they work is that they are more tactical than strategic. So in other words, the customer experience strategy should be based on the research, based on understanding the customer and what's going on currently. But ideally, the brainstorming or the problem solving that happens here isn't at the level of what could possibly our customers want or what could improve the customer experience in a real general big sky level, as opposed to we know what would improve the customer's experience. We know that they need to feel this, this and this. How can we work to implement that? How can we be creative in reaching this very specific goal that we have? Because sometimes when you get high level people in an organization together, it can be kind of aimless and like, oh, well, you know, we could go in this broad direction here. You seem to be describing something that's much more kind of tactical and hard nosed about how do we solve these specific problems? Yeah, good point. Ideally, what you've actually got is these councils effectively throughout the organization. So you've got a council at an operational level, which is getting all of these teams together, okay? You've also got a council at a senior level because some of the things that come out of the operations level may not be within the purview of somebody to make that type of decision on. So that may have to get kicked up a level to make a decision on. So ideally... The councils, the sort of more tactical councils, operational councils should be meeting once a month. The senior team council should be meeting once a two months or once a quarter. What they're trying to do is solve the bigger problems and make the more strategic decisions and deal with some of the things that kicked up from the more operational level. And what they're trying to do, mainly the operational level, are trying to identify any gaps and overlaps they're trying to prioritize activities. And again, they may need to go, well, we need a million dollars to improve the IT systems. That's not necessarily a decision that they're going to be able to make. That may need to go up to the senior council to go, yeah, this is a good idea. But then they at least know that all parts of the organizations have dealt with it. So both councils should get driven by our numbers moving. So our net promoter as a company moving. And then you should be reviewing at an operational and at the senior level, well, okay, so is our net promoter or our customer satisfaction moving in marketing? Is it moving in sales? Is it moving in customer service? 
you know, again, where are the problems? You know, what are we going to do about it? How do we, how do we move it forward? So I think in the previous podcast, I used the phrase, it can be a blinding flash of the bloody obvious. So it's getting people to talk and getting people to have one goal, which is to improve the customer experience. And that's to be done for strategic reasons of that would therefore improve the customer loyalty and the money we therefore get in. But by getting people together and knowing, moreover, that every month they're going to be there and knowing that the senior team are going to have a similar thing and be looking at progress actually focuses the mind a lot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Knowing that you have to report in on something. That's a whole new level of motivation rather than just even knowing that numbers are being collected and stored somewhere, having to go down and sit down in a meeting and having to explain what's going on in your organization from this perspective, I imagine would be very compelling. Yeah, no, absolutely. So what is it, if we go to our normal question of, well, what does this mean that we should do? For me, it's quite simple. You should set up a customer experience council. It should be operational. It should be strategic. I don't know if everyone's aware, but what we do after we do these podcasts, we do a blog that either appears on LinkedIn under my name or goes on the Beyond Philosophy website. The reason I say that to you is we'll put it on that blog, sort of a typical agenda what items should be discussed and you know what the objectives is so if you want to go and take that to your bosses and go i think we should be establishing one of these hopefully that starts off as a bit of a a starter for 10 for you but what we know is what i know through personal experience and through doing this many times within companies this works it provides that focus and that alignment and it's inexpensive to do any thoughts from you ryan I'd like the idea of, you know, I mean, one thing we talk about in a lot of these podcast episodes is the importance of being deliberate and goal-driven. I like the idea of walking into a meeting like this saying, okay, look, we've got evidence that our customers don't trust us or our customers don't feel valued or appreciated. And then getting smart people, experienced people in the room and saying, how do we solve that problem? How do we make our customers trust us more? How do we make them or help them to feel more appreciated? Specific problems to be solved can often produce really great creative insights as opposed to just kind of how can we be better? Yeah, absolutely. And and again, that regular part, getting there, knowing you're going to come back regularly and and reviewing it is a key part of it. So we hope that's been of use to you today. As I say, check out the blog when it comes out. We'll have some further details. Just go to Colin Shaw at uh, LinkedIn. It'll be on there or the Beyond Philosophy website under blogs and you'll see all the information there. Thanks very much for listening. We look forward to talking to you next week. Thanks, everybody. This has been The Intuitive Customer with Colin Shaw and Professor Ryan Hamilton. But it doesn't end here. Just go to beyondphilosophy.com slash podcast to find all of our shows, access free tools and resources, and subscribe, won't you? That way you'll never miss a show. That's beyondphilosophy.com slash podcast. And we'll talk with you next time on The Intuitive Customer.